everybody to 30 Flirty and Surviving. My name's Tanisha. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Tracy. Thank you for tuning in. And just in case you guys forgot, um, why am I looking to the camera being creepy? I don't know. I just feel like it. Um, Follow, like, subscribe, comment, share 30 Flirty Surviving Podcast. You can do so on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, and YouTube. I really locked eyes with the camera on that. I know. And now you're locking eyes with me and I'm kind of getting warm inside. I'm just... (laughs) Feels nice. I'm just all about the intenseness today, so I like no it. I I've like it. had five cups of coffee, just so you know. So here we go. Let's Same. go. Have you taken your heart rate recently? No, but it's like I'm always. It's up there. <laughs> Dead. Anyway, yeah. we'll do intermittent pulse tracks just to make sure you're not Love gonna it. pass out. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um, well, I have my Red Bull next to me. <laughs> yes. Like, who am I to talk? Um, okay. Well, guys. Have you ever heard the expression, when you know better, you do better? Mm. I think that mistakes are all part of the process. And we really wanted to get into the lessons learned, not mistakes, the lessons learned in our 20s and kind of talk about um, some of the moments that we've been maybe less proud of or that have been more difficult for us and kind of how we learned from that and grown. And now with the knowledge that we know we can do better. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like hindsight's twenty twenty kind of thing. You look back and you're like, if only yeah, I had true. known mm-hmm. that was a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> really though. But really. I literally think that every single day. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys had like one specific area you felt most lost in, do you guys, would you say like career wise, money wise, relationship wise, anything like that in your twenties? In my twenties. Um, definitely money. I think, um, I, I listen, my relationships. <laughs> Where do I start? I mean, like, I mean, that's a freaking loaded um, question. Um, Like, I think for career and relationships, it's like I did the best I could at the time. And I feel like really good about that. Money is the area where I'm like, I knew I should have been a little bit more fiscally responsible, but I didn't. And I wish that I was better. So I feel like out of all the kind of areas that was, that's the one that I wish I could go back and just be smarter. I feel like 98% of 20 somethings are like that. It's like, I'd rather get fucked up at this bar and like spend Mm -hmm. this money where now I think about it and I'm like, I could have spent that on eggs and milk and like the things like, or beauty products, like things that I can physically have and use Mm -hmm. instead of a hangover. I wish I could say I learned that. Um, still working. Still work in progress. Still hungover. Still. <laughs> yep. Money. I mean, that's a tough one in general because we live in such a materialistic world. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. And like, I'm victim to it. Like, I'll see that shirt and I'm like, it is $200, but it'd be so cute for me to wear mm-hmm. on Sunday at brunch when I spend another $300. Mm-hmm. Definitely still trying to work on that. Um yeah. 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 I think like, like I don't have a problem spending like a lump sum of money for like a vacation or like, yeah, yeah. if there is a article of clothing that I think is like 
good quality and worth it. I think it was, that's Mm -hmm. correct. (laughs) A wardrobe staple. Yes. Um, (laughs) But I think that like, I guess what I mean more by that is like, I just used to live outside my means when Uh. I was younger. Like, not that I just was always spending like, not that I'm spending much differently than I was then, but it's like, I'm in a place to be able to do that now Uh. where I probably wasn't before. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a Mm -hmm. lot of sense. Yeah. I... I don't even know. I mean, I think relationship-wise, I'm definitely a different person now than I was then. Like, back then, I was like, what's a red flag? Like, well, it's looking more yellow. I think we can work with that. (laughs) (laughs) Where now, it's kind of like, no, sweetie, that's, like, definitely not okay. Uh, And that comes with experience. Yeah, and I think that when you get older, it's like, oh, and I feel like I've said this a million times, but this is real. Like, when you're in your 20s, you're like, oh, I have, like, a lot of time. Like, I don't want to waste five more years on your ass and be 35 if it's not going to be worth it. So That's true. That is interesting. For me, I think career, uh, I felt really lost because I couldn't decipher between, like, personal and business like mm. I, I I'm very like much hard on my sleeve like I I don't want to let you down and I feel like personally attacked if you give me feedback like when yeah, I was younger uh-huh. and now I'm like okay like I just roll with the punches and it's yeah. different but that's very true that's mm. a good point yeah that's really it was hard point. to decipher between the two yeah yeah see that yeah mm-hmm. when you look back so it can be from any of those categories or maybe even something that we haven't mentioned. When you think about your 20s, do you have one situation in particular, whether it was like a moment in time or a period of time where you like, maybe it was a relationship or like one stupid mistake, but like one thing that sticks out to you as your major regret? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think you guys know what it is, but I had a stint, as you guys know, um, where I didn't deal with my feelings. I just oh drank God. them I away. Story. And I, I would. Story. Okay, you didn't say stories. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I would lash out because I just didn't know how to deal with it because I didn't want to like be vulnerable. And instead, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm going to just drink and be fun. I was not fun. I was mean. <laughs> I was so mean. I always say I don't know how I kept my friends, like because I I just was crazy. You're gonna talk about the bathroom stall thing, Can aren't you? I, Fine. I went on a walk after like it was like a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning with two of our friends, and I get there and they're like, "Have you talked to Kelsey?" And I was like, "No, why?" They were like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "What happened?" So Kelsey used to love to frequent Coogans, and mm-hmm. one's all a drafts, baby. One's yeah. all a drafts. They just reopened. They just they really? reopened. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> and Kelsey apparently like ma- wanted to go there so bad, so they went. And the girls were in the bathroom, and they're like, "Do you want to stay here? Maybe we should go somewhere else." And Kelsey was in the stall, and they didn't know that. And Kelsey busted open the stall door and goes, "We didn't have to come here," and <laughs> leaves the bathroom. I was offended by everything because <laughs> Kelsey is Coogan's, Coogan's is Kelsey. Yeah. We were one slash Wild Rover, so oh yeah, it wasn't good. That story just killed me. I was like, she did what? I, I wow. think I still apologize to this day. So it was just like not being able to be in touch with my emotions. But like yeah. that one specific night, I woke up and I was like, do I still have friends? <laughs> I literally didn't know. So don't do that, people. See a therapist. Yeah, <laughs> not the battle. <laughs> not the battle. Jameson is not your therapist. No. 
now. Anyway, what about you guys? <laughs> you go. I don't really know. You go. Let me think. Let me brainstorm here. I have a lot of moments. Um, if I'm being completely honest, there's definitely one situation that sticks out, but I don't know if I'm comfortable sharing it. But like, I think the general consensus for me is um, a lot of moments that I'm not proud of. just like yeah tons of stuff but I'm not a person that is like oh I wish I could take that back or I wish I did that differently I'm not a person who lives in regret like so I learn and I move on so I think it is like besides that one encounter it's like kind of hard for me to think of in general or like specifically something because I'm like well, it was a learning lesson. Yeah. It was an opportunity for like some like you kind of have to learn the hard way a lot of times, yeah. I think. Um, so no, I guess. As long as you grow from it, it's like, yeah, yeah. that was a shitty situation, but you mm-hmm. grew from it and you learn from it and you can admit that. Totally. That takes, yeah. That's big of you. So yeah. kudos. I, I don't Cut think next. I <laughs> I don't think I have a specific moment that I like regret. Um I think I've put myself in situations that I regret. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I always go back to relationships, but like I just um, tend to get myself in some doozies. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then my ass stays for a very long yeah. time. Yeah. So I think like, I, I, yeah, I don't think I regret it. Um, I just wish I, I wish, honestly, I wish I learned lessons sooner. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why it takes me so goddamn fucking long <laughs> to learn lessons. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that I will say I regret or I just am, have learned is that, like, you know, maybe you don't need five years to, like, learn a lesson or even, like, months. I don't know. Just, like. Five years, huh? I wonder what she's referring to. I know. <laughs> <laughs> five years, three years, you know? It well, just... I, I think when you're an empath, it's just different because, yeah. like, I, I saw something the other day and it was, like, empaths don't, they still are empathetic towards you because they know what it's like to not be empathized yeah. with. So even if you're not empathetic with them. Like you want to give yeah. that to them and be there for mm. them. So it's different. And you give them the benefit of the doubt, maybe yeah. too long, but. I know, but even like family relationships too. Like I feel like it took me so long to learn lessons and I just wish uh, back then it didn't take me so long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that being said, I don't know if you guys have this, but what's your biggest takeaway from your 20s then? Whether it be a lesson or a feeling mm. or. That you are that bitch. And don't let anyone fucking tell you otherwise. (laughs) She knew. She knew. Look in the camera for that one. You are that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. What about you, Trace? Um, My biggest takeaway from my 20s would be to stop putting so much weight in other people's opinions of you. Mm -hmm. And to do more things for yourself. I think a lot of my time in my 20s, I spent wondering, am I making my parents proud? Is my boyfriend happy? Mm-hmm. Does my boss think I do a good job? And that like inhibits you from being able to prohibits you, not inhibits you. Yeah. Prohibits Isn't that you. like when you live in yeah. And it's like, yeah. Inhibit is like when it's inside of you, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> take it back. Can I have a Webster dictionary, please? <laughs> no, I get what you're I saying. Think it, like, yeah, I think it like prevents you. And that, there we go. Well, it prevents you from <laughs> being able to move forward or to like tap into the 
like your full potential. Mm. Yeah, I think that's something that I also learned. It's like, if you don't water yourself, you can't water others. And like the foundation, you need to build that base of foundation that is you mm-hmm. in order to be there for someone else mm-hmm. because you can't, you just can't be. I think that's like taking it back to our second episode. Yeah. You can't fill someone else's cup it's if yours true. is half empty. It's, it's true. Very true. And also one other <laughs> thing that I learned is like time is the most valuable. Um, mm-hmm. To me, like I look back and like, you know, I think we've touched upon this, but as you see your parents age and things like that, you think of where you spend your time. Like I think about that way more instead of like a hundred percent not seeing them or not seeing my grandmother or like not spending as much time as I can with my friends and family. Mm-hmm. I like even sometimes if I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I'm like, no, go do it. Yeah. Not that you have to be because you need to take time for yourself, but mm-hmm. I think it's important. But yeah, like I think it, when it comes to how you want to spend your time, it's like you're more in tune with like what feeds your soul. And so mm-hmm. it's like if tonight means I'm staying home then that and that's what like what's good for me, then I'm going to stay home. But if I really could be around my friends right now or I haven't seen them in a while and I'm comfortable doing that, then that's what I'm going to do rather than just trying to be everywhere at once to make everybody else happy. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking last night about like that need to want to be in two places at once. Cause mm. it's like, you know, the girls are getting get together and I want to go out with them, but then I also want to be in my bed. So if I'm with them, I'm dreaming of my bed. And when I'm in my bed, I'm like, oh, they're probably having so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Me. A vicious cycle. <laughs> it really is. It truly, truly but yeah, is. Yeah. Self-care is huge. And I think it just, once you start like watering yourself, I think things just start to fall in, into place and mm-hmm. the confidence comes and the peace comes and all that stuff just starts to align. Mm-hmm. A hundred. If I say 100% one more time, I'm going to cut my own tongue Hundo out P. of my mouth. <laughs> 100. <laughs> Has and your perspectives changed over the years about yeah. like life or, you know, anything like that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I feel like I, like, I, I don't, you know, I don't want to say every 20-something year old is super narrow-minded, but I, I felt like I, I kind of was. Like, it's very refreshing to see and hear other people's opinions, even if it's an opposing opinion to mine. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's not something, I don't know if it's something that I learned or not, but like, it's just refreshing to be able to have like a back and forth conversation with somebody, even if you don't agree with them. And I think those Mm. conversations are very, very important. And Mm -hmm. a lot of the time people can't find the ability. I'm like, I'm not trying to pat myself on the shoulder, but, or the back, but like, (laughs) let's give Kelsey a round of applause (laughs) no but like I just think it's it's super important to you know just hear people's perspectives because that's what makes the world go around Mm -hmm. and like your your opinion isn't the only opinion out there and I think a lot of people have a hard time yeah so being more open-minded to hearing other people has changed your perspective absolutely Mm. and your perspective is based on your reality and everyone's reality is different based on what they've gone through that was some, um, what's that Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Titanic. No. <laughs> That's the only. Harley, what is it? Yes, that was some inception oh, shit. Your oh. your perspective is your reality and everybody's reality is different. And then we live in this alternate universe. And what is the universe? What is reality? <laughs> We're about to go down a rabbit hole, guys. Yeah, I can't, buckle sorry. up. I can't sorry, think about sorry, that. Sorry. Um, I would say the, the way in which my personal perspective has changed, I, I think, yes. I think moving across the country changed my perspective a lot because I met a whole mm-hmm. group of people with different backgrounds, different ages, different goals and so that helped shape things but I think 
the largest way it's changed is that I think more long term rather than short term now as I've gotten older and as I've learned things, I've realized how seeking immediate gratification in my 20s hasn't always been beneficial to me and looking for that like quick fix of like what's going to make me happy or like this is going to be fun for right now. The impacts of that like to your point yeah, it's going to be fun to go out to the bar. But then when you add up like the Uber and the like the all the drinks and the food or whatever, That's what gets the me. next day when you have bills to pay, you're like, ah, shit. So I think more of like my down the road and mm. like how what I'm going to do today is going to impact me later. Like A blessing and a curse. Would you agree? Um, or do you do you do you like that? Because. If I think too far, I'm like, okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't think if like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I'm not like sitting there like worrying about my future. I just mean like I put more thought into my actions. Okay. Like, is this going to be good for me down the road if I do this? Or is this only going to help me right now? I got it. And then measure kind of like, I think about the consequences. Like, if this if is good for me right now and I go ahead and do it, is there going to be any ramifications? Yeah. And if there's not, then like, yeah, do it. But like, if there's something that could make, like have a negative impact on me later, then maybe it's not worth it. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about that lately, like how each decision can guide you into a different direction. And it's kind of been like very jarring because if you decide to do this one thing, mm -hmm. like thinking like bigger picture, yeah. it could lead to this, but just the same, you can change that again. So like, Hundred. that's what kind of gives me peace of mind. So <laughs> Hundred. Hundo P. <laughs> <laughs> You're just the, the friggin' 100% emoji right now. The hunted, hunted, underline, underline. <laughs> can we just edit Tracy to 100%? Yeah. Just, just do head. a video montage of all the times I said 100% today. <laughs> and me, I feel like mine's, I love that. That's what I say. Mm. Or what's yours? I don't know. You are that bitch. Yeah, because you know what? Tanisha says, you yes. are that bitch. You because are that guess bitch. what? You are. God damn Hunted. it. Hunted. You are. Honey pee. I love that. <laughs> we just did it. Cut. We're Trifecta. done. <laughs> that was great. Oh, man. I don't know if my, I mean, my whole mindset in life has changed since when I, like, mm -hmm. as I got later uh, in life. As you got later. <laughs> as I got older. <laughs> We're Later wild. on in life. Good. <laughs> right. it. Killing it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think both of what you said definitely applies to my mindset now. Um, definitely trying to think of things. I, I was very much very like, how is my decision going to impact everybody else? Mm -hmm. And I never put myself first ever. So I think trying to do mm -hmm. that in like a way that's not gonna like screw everyone else over but you know putting myself first has been a really big thing for me lately and mm -hmm. it's very much improved my mental health because it's like I don't know it's my life man like yeah. how are my life decisions possibly gonna affect you unless you were involved directly in that decision yeah you know? mm -hmm. that makes sense. I I have another off of that I do have another regret and somebody mm -hmm. called me this once it might have been you Tracy <laughs> Or, or Sam, I don't know. But somebody called uh, me a people pleaser and it like uh, got me so mad. I was like, You're shit, I could have no. said anything, man. <laughs> and I, was, I don't know where this is going. I was so offended. But now like looking back at it, I'm like, oh my God. And I like still have those tendencies today. And that's like, you think it's a good thing, 
It's really not, it's not because you're not doing what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. You're not like watering yourself and taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't base your decisions off of what everybody else is going to think. Yeah. You're not happy. I can't make a goddamn decision sometimes yeah. because yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to disappoint these people. Mm. Yeah. It's gross. I apologize if I was one to say that to you because I feel like people pleaser has such a negative Maybe connotation you to it. I don't well, know who it, it was. I think it depends on the level of a people pleaser you are because people pleasing, if it's to a point that you can't make decisions and you're constantly worried all the time, that's a trauma response. Mm. Yeah. Because you're so worried about what other people are going to think to the point that it debilitates you from making decisions on your own. And I've gotten better in that, like like with that in my late 20s, early 30s, Mm. because I definitely think it is like from trauma, from like past relationships and Mm. like just the way that people would react and stuff. So just like general like insecurity. It's like, yeah. yeah. You don't have a backbone because you don't want to piss anybody off because you don't want them to not like you. Mm-hmm. So you just say yes to everything and yeah. then, like pacify people. Mm-hmm. That was a big regret of my 20s. But now mm-hmm. I, I totally believe that that's changed because I recognize it and I'm like, oh my God. Because yeah. like in the moment, I wasn't even realizing it really. You don't. So mm-hmm. you're Definitely like, this not. is fine. I'm great. I'm so flexible. And I'm, <laughs> like, I'm so like, go with the flow and you go home and you're like, <laughs> I hate myself. That's incredible. Eating a box of chocolates. Unless you're Tracy. (laughs) You're not doing that. Fuck the cocoa. (laughs) Fuck the cocoa. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Just what, I guess I don't think things through. I don't know if I'm going to appreciate that line in the long term. (laughs) Might wish that I didn't say that. (laughs) Okay. Um, In moments where you have done something or said something that you haven't necessarily been the most proud of how have you handled those situations and do you handle it differently now yeah yep do you care to elaborate or i was just waiting i wanted to i wasn't gonna say your turn because i know it triggers you i know she's staring at me um hairy eyeball um hairy eyeball what did you say? You never heard of that? What's that? It's when you give somebody a, the hairy eyeball. You give them a dirty look. Is that like from the 50s? It makes your eye hairy? No. All right. Anyway. <laughs> I don't follow that phrase. I'm sorry. I don't Hurley. Know. Yes, Hurley knows. He yes. knows. That's a thing? You can confirm. A oh. hairy eyeball. Do you know the origin? No. Interesting. Mm. Thank you for that. I think it's still a question mark for me. <laughs> anyway. Um, why are you looking at me? You said yeah right away. You go. Okay. <laughs> My turn. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, 100%. I think that, like, like it just comes back to my anxiety and, like, letting things fester. I would react and then I would, like, shut down and not want to admit mm. my wrongs. Now, tip from Jason Smith from one of our episodes, writing <laughs> things down honestly has helped me a lot and before i was like thinking things through or i would i was very reactive Mm, very reactive and i'm like i'm right i don't understand what you're not understanding like i just always thought i was right that's not the way to think you know what i mean jason Mm. please forward her the invoices yes (laughs) thank you (laughs) no but but it comes back to like you know what i just said it's important to listen to other people's opinions that mm-hmm. and like that totally. it's with people I'm closest with. So mm. it's like it's very important to take a step back and think it through and you you could be wrong. Just because yeah. you feel passionately mm-hmm. passionately about one thing, like I don't know. No, I agree. I, don't know I think it was the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> um 
going off with the, I was the opposite where mm-hmm. I feel like I just let people walk all over me and I didn't say anything about it. And I was just like, it's fine. Everything's fine. Um, and I definitely found my voice. I wish that there are a lot of instances that I just kind of let things slide or people say whatever they want or act however they want to me. And I just didn't really say anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think I could, wish I could handle that differently, but now I, I'm still decisive about what I say. I'm the opposite. I'm not reactive. I like to take mm-hmm. a beat before I say what I have to say because mm-hmm. I want it to be meaningful. I want you to understand my perspective. Mm-hmm. So I think you just like blur it out. Then they're just like, whoa, where did yeah. that but come from? I feel from? like you're making direct eye contact with me. <laughs> <laughs> with both of you. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I agree. I would say that same sentiment. I think that in the past when I maybe did some things that were – mean or not nice kind of shitty i used to be like deny 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 i'm like i didn't say that i didn't Mm -hmm. do that what are you talking about that wasn't me or that's not that's not how it went down and Mm -hmm. i feel like um especially because to your point like when i'm when i'm angry i'm a little bit of a firecracker Mm -hmm. and i say some things and so sometimes like even in my head when the dust settled and like my emotions had calmed down, I'd be like, I didn't say that. Like truly, I believed. I'd be like, I didn't say that because like, I didn't mean it. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. there's no way. Um, so yeah, I think that like now my approach is I, I try my very best to take more accountability for my actions and like ownership when I do things or say things that are wrong. I try yeah. much, I try to be better about that. And take that and realize like what, triggered the person you're talking or like what what caused that and like mm-hmm. how can I prevent that in the future I don't know I feel like that's also important and totally. I'm really speaking for myself self-reflection is huge it's really yeah. important to like even if you feel like you made a mistake or you did something right or wrong I don't know I think it's really mm-hmm. good to look back and be like maybe I didn't handle that correctly or mm-hmm. something like that it's, it is important I agree mm-hmm. yeah. also mm-hmm. um so do you guys feel? Um, no, it's. Um, I agree. I don't no, feel. I <laughs> I'm cold and just dark kidding. inside. Damn. <laughs> what is wrong with us? <laughs> I like it. Uh, me too. Wacky. Oh, um, now we're going down south. <laughs> here we are. We're wacky. <laughs> I feel like I just got transported to like an alligator and airport board boards. <laughs> People probably think we're like drunk right now, and I swear we're not. <laughs> I feel like that voice, like I was on an alligator and air boats tour in like oh, the Bayou Everglades. Maybe that's my calling. <laughs> you know? Imagine Kelsey picks up a leaf. <laughs> Welcome Lush. to the Bayou. <laughs> All right, I'm crying now. We're oh done. Oh my god. Okay. Do you feel it's best to do major damage control after a mess up, or is it um, better to just own up, own it, and move on? Damage control. I think. Well. Oh. <laughs> right? No. I don't know. No. I mean, honey, you're entitled to your opinion. I just wasn't expecting you to be so like. I feel like owning it is damage control. Because I think if you don't own it, what you know is? What, I mean? what do you guys define as damage control? Because I don't. I'm not clear. I kind of feel like I interpret damage control as like backpedaling. Oh. But maybe that's incorrect. No. I feel like damage control, I think of like, we're going to put out the fire. And like. Yeah. You know. I agree, I think. When you say backpedal, you mean like. 
Um, I really don't know how to further define backpedal. I guess I'm just looking for I, an example of like, how would you backpedal? Well, I, I feel like da damage control is like literally putting out the fire and like just to put out the fire. I don't know. Oh. And whereas like owning up to it, you, you're actually like. Gotcha. You know, so gotcha. that's, that's what I think, but I don't know. If that's necessarily yeah, true. I feel like that is kind of yeah. I feel like that's the the sentiment of the question is like, oh, okay. do you just like get rid of the issue whether it's gotcha. fully resolved or not, or do you like own it, talk about it, and resolve it and be done with it? Mm -hmm. I think own it, resolve it, hopefully be done with it. Depending, hopefully mm -hmm. you didn't do anything too too bad that you know what I mean. Yeah. But I think you should you have to own it. You have to. You have to own it. But sometimes it doesn't. It's like unfortunately not that simple i feel like like it can be something that like requires work mm -hmm. and it requires yeah. like and i think you learn that within like whether it be friendship like you know family whatever you gotta work on it if it's worth it to you yeah. you work through it and then when you decide it's not it's not mm. that's all because it's always that's all because i mean if you're the one who did the damage it may not be easy <laughs> to just like move do, on be do, like so i so like sorry i know i did that are we done what danny kane apparently up in here <laughs> whenever you're done well i was gonna try to get to damage but i didn't realize how early off i started so <laughs> <laughs> too early in the verse <laughs> too early in yeah, the verse seriously? i know i was like we were like <laughs> um but if you're the one who did the damage i think you have to kind of wait like you know, you can own it and then hopefully you can move on, but it may not be like, so we're done, right? We can just like keep this moving. No. You, you know, like you said, Sometimes the work festers. Yeah. Like, and you think about that for a while and it affects you and it, yeah. 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 What about you, Trace? Trossy baby. Well, you see here, kids. <laughs> I have a little bit of internal struggle because the question was worded, is it best? And I know the answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> but am I a hypocrite if I answer? <laughs> I feel like the older I get, I hate confrontation more and more and more. And I have a tendency to do the damage control side of things. Mm. I feel like I'm like, yeah, uh huh, okay, cool, whatever you want me to say, we're done here. I um. wanna just like be done with it. I also have said this too many times, but like, I have trouble articulating or vocalizing my opinion or my feelings on things. Not my opinion. I was gonna say, that's like, a goddamn uh, lie. Uh, you throne of lies. Facts are facts, baby, okay? <laughs> but my emotions, yeah. not so much. And so I think sometimes I'm like, what? how difficult is it going to be to get this person to understand where I'm coming from? And if I feel like it's gonna be an uphill battle, then I'm just like, yeah, you were right. Whatever, I don't care. Exactly. Which is not, great but i'm working on it and i am i have Good. the conscious mindset to know that owning it and having a conversation is better but sometimes like also like things just yeah aren't that important like sometimes i'm like why are we still talking about this like why yeah. is this still an issue you know what i mean yeah. so i i prefer to not even have to get to the damage control phase like yeah. let's just if there's something right here in the moment let's talk about it hash it out and be done mm -hmm. rather than letting it fester mm -hmm. I feel that. I feel that. And that's the hard part, too, because it's like, but, like, I'm done talking about it. Like, I thought we were done, but, like, you don't get, it's hard because, like, I don't get to tell you how you're feeling. It's like, you get your, why are we still doing this? It's like, if you're still hurt, yeah. God damn it, you're still hurt, and I guess yeah. we'll keep this going. Yeah. 
which I'm, <laughs> I tend to be that person that's still hurt. Oh, I'm always like, who am I feelings? <laughs> Remember that thing you did two years ago? Because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, wow. um, I I have a question for you guys, yeah. um, which is, what is the difference? What what is the difference between taking care of yourself, like in your twenties? What did you define that as, versus now? I know it's kind of a oh, weird question. No, that's a great question. But I think it differs. Taking care of myself, I thought it was like, we're going to go shopping, we're going to go drinking with the girls, and then like, we'll hang out with the girls. Well, now, self-care, truly to me, is like staying in with a face mask, watching the nanny, and just being with myself, and mm-hmm. just reflecting, and you know, doing that little bit of self-care. Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Trasa? 150%. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And no Um... I completely agree with that. I do think that um, part of taking care of myself now has a lot to do with my me time and doing things Mm -hmm. just for myself, internalizing a lot, whether it is like sitting on the couch, putting a mask on, whatever I need to do. Um, But I also think that going back to what I was saying earlier, for me, taking care of myself is thinking about my future. For me, it's making sure that the things that I say and that I do are building a solid foundation for myself moving forward, Mm -hmm. Um, which I think sometimes, yeah, self-care, staying home and and chilling by yourself instead of going out and getting drunk and spending money is building, I think they can go hand in hand, you know? Um, But I think definitely like taking care of myself now is, thinking ahead where in the past I didn't at all. And I was just like, what's going to give me that quick fix? No, that's Mm. great. That's great. I think being okay with being alone is my self care. (sighs) Yes. Because I, I've always had a very, like I've had a pretty hard time, like being alone. And, but this, this year I took a trip up to Gunquit like by myself and like, Literally took a book, had like a three course meal, a couple glasses of wine. I was like, oh my God, I love me. I remember you <laughs> calling like, me and being like, Tracy, I've never felt so good. I'm yeah. like, I, I can literally hear it in your voice. Yeah. yeah. It was just great because it like literally just removes you from your typical environment. It really gives you time to like think and mm-hmm. reflect and see things like through your own eyes, literally by yourself, like walking around, just like taking time and yeah. Yeah, it's it's sometimes it, it you know it's hard for some people. Mm. I I like both things, but alone time has been mm-hmm. more prevalent and great later in life. Mm. I feel like I'm. I had to learn how to like let people help me mm-hmm. because I used to be like ultra independent, and I'm like I don't need you. I don't need anybody. I'm like mm-hmm. by my damn self, and it hasn't been good in relationships at all. My boyfriend now, it's something I'm working on is letting him help me because sometimes he'll try to help me and I get so frustrated. I'm like, I know that, like, just stop. And I'm like, he's just trying to help you. (laughs) So I have to allow that, you know, give the space for that and let people help me because I don't know. Yeah. It just helps your relationships and, you know. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Good point, good point. Um. I think that we have kind of touched upon this because I mean, well, we essentially have, but like saying all these mistakes are lessons. Um, this the whole like phrase you live and you learn. Do you guys feel like that is pretty black and white, or do you feel like 
there are some things that won't change or some things that people can't work on. Hmm. That's a good one. Like yourself personally, like I think, you know, if you want to learn, then you will live and learn. If you want to take lessons out of things, you will. If you don't want to, you won't. Yeah. And you'll just live in the state of like, I regret that. I think you have to want to yeah. learn from it. I think you have the opportunity to learn from literally every situation mm -hmm. and every conversation. And however you choose to do that is how you'll do it. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. some people I think are, are deeper thinkers throughout life. Some people live like just in a, in a different way. Like mm. I would say that I'm a very deep thinker. I think about like literally every single thing. So I try to learn as much mm. as I can from every situation, but mm. some people just go through life and are blissfully happy. I, think way too deep and fucking freak out all the time. <laughs> Especially the bad situations, because those ones tend to be the ones that you just are so upset about that you're like, how is there a good listen out of that? Like, that was terrible. I hated every moment of it. So yeah. you have to really do the healing work and be like, okay, that sucked, but what did I learn from that? See, yes, the healing work. I like that. That's yeah. a good that point. That shit is hard. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that was very wise of both of you. I think that's you. true. Um, but I think that I will say, like, I do feel like even people that want to, sometimes it takes a couple times. Mm -hmm. Like, have you guys seen that? There's like this little quote or meme that I feel like has been around Instagram these days. And it's like, sometimes you have to let go of the same person in multiple forms multiple yes. times before they're ever really gone and so it's like i think of that i think in relationships a lot mm. or even your friendships it's like we may be attracted to that bad boy or that certain red flag or whatever it is and like you have to learn the hard way a couple times before it really sinks yeah, in so and true. i don't think that that's necessarily not wanting to i think it's maybe an a being naive or not having ignorance is bliss or if yeah, you don't address yeah, it it's, yeah it's quote unquote easier mm -hmm. but not in the long run so i think some lessons yeah. are just more difficult than others and mm. it takes a couple more times where some things are like Cut one and, and done i don't need to go yeah. through that again you know so mm -hmm. i think it just yeah. depends but then yeah there are some people that i think just don't give a shit and yeah. don't want to do better mm. and don't want to improve as my friend monica would say they're unevolved yeah. Mm, I like that. Mm -hmm. And to your point, I feel like sometimes things aren't red flags until you actually realize they're a red flag. Yeah. Because there, I think back relationship-wise, there's just like I had to go through the same, not the same exact situation, but like maybe situations that are the same. And then after I got out, I was like, that's a red flag, Tanisha. Like, that's why you were miserable. Like, yeah. So, yeah. It's so <laughs> true. Shall we do Dear TFS or did you guys have Well, I would like more? to end on a, um, a little happy note. Okay. Are you got, well, actually, I don't know if it'll be happy or not. Hopefully your answer is happy. Um, with all you've gone through in your 20s, do you feel like you've come out stronger and you're content with the place you're at now? Um, are you content and you feel like there's still room to grow? Like, how do you feel with the struggles that you've gone through in your 20s and compared to like this moment? I would say, I mean, definitely stronger, definitely stronger. I learned so much in my 20s, mm -hmm. so much. Um, I definitely think I'm content. Um, and I think 
I'm content because I think there's just so much more that's coming for me eventually. Mm -hmm. And instead of stressing about it, like I did in my 20s, like, where am I going to be when I turn 30? It's like, well, here I am. I'm 30. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, I think you have to be happy in the now. You know, I think any advice to someone in their 20s right now trying to get through those hard times? Oh, good Lord. Um, you know, you are that bitch. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Say it, Tracy. Hundred. Hundred. I love that. One hundred percent. I love that. Hot <laughs> the face with it. That's the new. That's hot. Just so you know. Any advice? Um, look into yourself for the answers. You can't find that happiness anywhere else. You really can't. You yeah. just can't. And then sometimes that means self-reflection, you know, cutting people out that you may not need to, but if they're meant to be in your life, they'll end up in your life. Mm-hmm. But yeah. 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 I mean, and rely on your friends. Mm-hmm. They're there to help you. Let mm-hmm. them help you. Let them in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My advice would be to like be who you are unapologetically, whether it be like from a style aspect or like anything else. Like I, I look back at some people and I'm like, it's funny. Cause I felt like, not that I like conformed, but I, I'm definitely like not super, super unique. I look back at people that like really stood out like with their talents or their like fashion. And I really admire that. Yeah. You've always been a fashion forward, honey. Thank you. But I'm like Boston fashion. Like I'm a I've been called the basic bitch a couple times. I'll, I'll, I'll take em. that. I'll take that. Whatever. But like, no, I don't know. I just like really admire people that can be themselves like unapologetically mm-hmm. so young. Yeah. It's very yeah. admirable. But it, like to your point too, Tanisha, like it's okay to lose people in your life that just weren't meant to be there too. Like that's another lesson that I think can be very hard to swallow. Because oh, I think yeah. we've all gone gone through it from like friends to relationships to things like that and it yeah sings for a little while but it wasn't meant to be yeah i'll move on Mm. what about you tracy um i would say i'm very content but i'm not complacent i'm not you know i don't think i ever want to be in a place where i feel like i don't have more work to do Mm -hmm. i am very fortunate to have had the life that i've had the good the bad and the ugly and i think i always kind of have been able to come out on top of things. So I'm very, I'm very grateful for that. Um, but it's like a never ending process, you know? So like, you're still got to put the work in every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that for people in their twenties, like don't sweat the small stuff, you know, like we spend way too much time over analyzing, trying to think about what, what others perceptions other people's perceptions of you are like how you're stacking up or measuring yourself. I think we like talked about this in the career episode too. Like what work, stay in your own lane. And like, yeah, I think like your conviction and your character is more important than anything else. And as long as you like stay true to that and be yeah. unapologetic about it, I think that's you, you're, you're golden, honey. And mm-hmm. if you focus too much on that other stuff, like day to day, you blink and then you're 30. So yeah. don't do that. Or when like you lose track of who well, you are. What's that? It's a corny ass quote from Ferris Bueller. What's that quote? It's like, if you don't Bueller. stop around, why is she like this? Why? <laughs> if you don't stop and look around at life, like you're going to miss it or something like that. Look yeah. it up. I don't know. Or <clears throat> life passes most people by while they're busy making grand plans for it. Mm. Oh. Live. What's that from? Love. Life's for a living. That was my senior year quote, and I'll never live it down. <laughs> Hurley, do you know what that movie quote was that I just said? Oh. Hello? No one? Oh. 
Tell me what you know about cocaine. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's what I took away from that movie. <laughs> anyway, can I get on to Dear TFS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, yeah. Please, yeah. Please, please do. Okay, Dear TFS, just a reminder, this is a... Um, I always screw this up. This is what we do at the end of the episode. I'm like, I'm always like the end of the segment. Um, we do it at the end of the episode. It's just basically, you know, you guys will DM us with any issues, problems, happy things also apply um, that you want to address on the show. So here we go. After getting out of a toxic marriage with my former husband of seven years, Voldemort, Yes, I have that code name too. Yes, reserved, girl. <laughs> reserved for the worst of them, she says. Heck yes. I have been thrown into the dating world again. I've dated countless guys and I'm a sharer. So I tell, not with the guys. So I tell <laughs> my friends and family the details every time. However, I'm starting to feel like the girl who cried new love interest. And my friends and family are quick to doubt my initial excitement, knowing it has a history of fizzling out. When do you think it's safe to start telling people about someone you're seeing? And how long should you spend getting to know a guy before deciding whether or not it's worth your time to continue pursuing or not? Sincerely, Broken Record. Aww. Oh my goodness. I think this is a very common situation that people mm -hmm. find themselves in. Mm -hmm. First of all, very proud of you for getting out of your toxic marriage and realizing you do, you deserve better mm -hmm. and moving on. You are very strong, so kudos and hats off to you for doing that, girl. <laughs> you have TFS in your corner, baby. <laughs> okay? Um, but I think for me, my personal opinion, whenever you're comfortable sharing is the right time to share. I agree. I myself tend to wait, but like I know friends who are like have a first date and it's like, they're so excited about him. And like, if you're excited, like don't hold back about it. If you're happy about somebody, then I would share it with the whole world. And like, yeah. I think that maybe it's more about changing how you say it like you know or just prefacing like i know it's really new i know i'm still getting to know him but so far things are going great things are going really well and like i'm really excited about him who knows what the future holds but i just wanted to tell you like i'm, I'm really happy about it and i think that like that's perfectly fine yeah, yeah. she sounds like a hopeless romantic with i which i think is really sweet yeah, yeah especially like, after that Seven um, years of marriage. Geez. Good good on you. Because not everybody would feel that way. So. Yeah, I agree. And like, you know what? If people judge you for thinking they're the one every time, let them judge you. Who cares? If you're happy, I like, agree. soak up those happy moments. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Yeah. And I agree. If you are self-conscious, though, like, you know, you can change the wording. So you can, in your, ment in your mind, you can be like, I love him. But yeah. to your friends, you're like, yeah, I like don't know where it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so coy and casual. Yeah. She kind of reminds me of Gigi from He's Just Not That Into You. Oh, yes. Oh, I love her. He's giving me like Gigi vibes and she's when she's like yelling at him and she's like, 
I may look stupid, but like I know I'm one step closer to finding love than you yes, are. And I true. think that that is the mentality that you should have. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let anyone else knock you down or make you feel silly or foolish. Like, you're putting yourself out there, and that's freaking tough. And you're yeah. trying, mm-hmm. and you are, whether it's with this guy or the next one or the one after, you're that much closer to finding somebody the extreme polar opposite of Voldemort, and you mm-hmm. are going to be just fine. I agree. Yeah. And trust your gut in terms of like when to decide if he's worth your time. Mm-hmm. Trust your gut. It never, yeah. ever lies. Right. I don't know why that made me think of, you know, those, um, it's like a TikTok. It's like, do you love him or is he just tall? Do you like yes. him or does he just have a beard? Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. <laughs> so just trust your gut on that. And, you know, sometimes you won't know right away. You just yeah. got to go for it. Hurley, when do guys start telling their friends about um, dates? <laughs> no idea. My friends are very close. Um, they don't, the guys like don't talk about it very much. My friends don't, no. Mm, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> thank you for that insight. <laughs> but do you talk about getting laid? So you don't talk about anything? Well, you guys sound really you close. You talk about getting laid, liar. <laughs> you lie like a rug, but you don't get laid, apparently. Okay, well, I was just curious. Like, I feel like, you know, us girls get, like, super insecure of, like, oh, I don't want to sound like I like him too much because he probably is not talking about me. But, like, I feel like guys have their little locker room talk yes, just as much as girls do. Well, can I just say about this? I don't like... You know, when you think it's safe, it should always be safe to talk to your friends and family about these things. Yes, like that's you very know, true. And if they're making you feel that way, that's not cool. And I think that it's fair to communicate that with them. Like, I'm just trying to share my happiness with you yeah. and like share an update, and that's all. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Good for you for you know testing the waters and getting back out there so quick. Not well, not quickly, but like just getting back out there. Yeah. in general. So snaps. I agree. When do you guys normally tell people? Immediately. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's just who I am. I mean, probably immediately. I'll be like, I'm going on a date, and yeah. I give the updates on how it's going, and then yeah. I mean, I'm definitely a hopeless romantic. Where I'm like to you guys, I'm like, yeah, like we'll see it inside. I'm like, yeah, so that's my husband. Yeah. <laughs> it's also so exciting. I feel like it's a little bit more obvious than you can tell <laughs> when you're like dating and stuff. It's so exciting too. I feel seen. <laughs> I feel. I feel seen. I feel like I'm like, like, I guess I shouldn't say that. Like, I don't talk about it. I just don't, I like, I would be honest and like say, but I'm more of like, a, am not going to text you and be like, I'm going on a date tonight, guys. What do I do? I feel like the next time I see you, I'll be like, oh yeah, I went with this guy on Tuesday. Like, oh. just like when it's convenient. Yeah, you know? I told you guys before and then you were at my date. So I, yeah. <laughs> so don't do if that. If you guys didn't listen to the introduction episode, when I spied on Tanisha's first date, you listen should. to it. It's a good one. You should listen to it. <laughs> do it well thank you all for tuning in mm-hmm. um we had a lot of fun today hope you had fun listening to us um if you would like to follow like subscribe comment you can um follow what we're doing on instagram 30 30 surviving podcast you can listen to us on spotify mm-hmm. apple and iheart or you can watch us on youtube yeah YouTube. and you know what kids you can actually check us out on the tick of the talk too oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, 30 flirty surviving <laughs> I don't, it's, let's blow over it. On TikTok. (laughs) Hey, kids. (laughs) Yeah, we're on TikTok too. We're sharing some episode clips, some like, you know, not seen before footage that's on the gram. So like go over there and also, you know, sometimes we do a little comedy. Mm. Uh, We answer some questions. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.